So, today's class, Srimad Bhagavatam, 10th Canto, 11th Chapter, verses 29, 30, 31, and 32. Uh, what's the one that we're chanting there? 31. 31. Is it? 31 and 32 are together. Oh, the translation. Sure, right. the first. Hmm. Let's see. So, we're chanting. Okay, that's 31. You got it. All right. Very good. So we're starting with 29. Right. Okay. That, that, Ratayaiva, Yashamaha, Sak, Shakatam, Yutamachiram, Gorhanani, Agrato, Yantu, Bhavatanya, Dirushyate. Translation. Therefore, let us immediately go today. There is no need to wait any further. If you agree to my proposal, let us prepare all the bullock carts and put the cows in front of us and let us go there. Text 30. Touch root five dio gopaha shadu shadu divadinaha. Rajan swan swan samaj yudya yayurudha parichadha. Translation. Upon hearing this advice from Upananda, the cowherd men unanimously agreed. Very nice, very nice, they said. Thus they sorted out their household affairs, placed their clothing and other paraphernalia on the carts, and immediately started for Brindavan. So today's verse Vredan Vredan Balan Balastriyo Rajan Rajan Sarva Pak Sarva Pakaranicha Sarva Pakaranicha Sarva Pakaranicha Sarva Pakaranicha Anahash Anahashu Anahashu Aropya, Gopala, Gopala, Yatata, Yatta, 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 Atta, Sarasanaha, Sarasanaha. We're just going to chant that one now, do the other one, and then read the verse, right? Okay. Vrindhambalam Striyo Rajan, Vrindhambalam Striyo Rajan, Sarvopakaranamicha, Sarvopakaranamicha, Anashwa Swarapya Gopala, Anashwarapya Gopala, Yata Atta Sarasanaha, Yata Atta Sarasanaha, Vidambalam Striyo Rajan, Vidambalam Striyo Rajan, Swarupalakaran Anicha, Sarvopakaran Anicha, Anashwarupya Gopala, Anashwarupya Gopala, Yata Atta Sahasranaha, Yata Atta Sarasana, Vidan Balasriya Rajam, Vidan Balasriya Rajam, Sarva Sarvopak Sarvopakrani. Rananicha Sarvopakaranicha <laughs> Sarvo 
began, began the journey. <clears throat> so I can say you can repeat. Keeping all the old men. Keeping all, all the old, old men. Women. Women. Children. Children. And household paraphernalia. And household paraphernalia. On the bullock carts. On the bullock carts. And keeping the cows in front. And keeping all the cows in front. The cowherd men picked up their bows and arrows. The cowherd men picked up their bows and arrows. With great care. With great care. And sounded bugles. And sounded bugles. Made of horn. Made of horn. O King Parikshit. O King Parikshit. In this way. In this way. The bugles vibrating all around. With bugles vibrating all around. The cowherd men, the cowherd men, accompanied by their priests, accompanied by their priests, began their journey. Began their journey. Purport. In this connection, it is to be noted that although the inhabitants of Gokul were mostly cowherd men and cultivators, they knew how to defend themselves from danger and how to give protection to the women, the old men, the cows, and the children, as well as the Brahmanical Purohitas priests. <clears throat> so once again, I'll read those verses. Therefore, let us immediately go today. There is no need to wait any further. If you agree to my proposal, let us prepare all the bullock carts and put the cows in front of us and let us go there. They're going to Vrindavan. Uh, text 30. Upon hearing this advice from Upananda, the cowherd men unanimously agreed. Very nice, they said. Very nice. Thus they sorted out their household affairs, placed their clothing and other paraphernalia on the carts, and immediately started for Vrindavan keeping all the old men, women, children, and household paraphernalia on the bullock carts, and keeping all the cows in the front. The cowherd men picked up their bows and arrows with great care and sounded bugles made of horn. O King Parikshin, in this way, with bugles vibrating all around, the cowherd men, accompanied by their priests, began their journey. So the dynamic of what's happening here is interesting because it's a demonstration of how we, the devotees of, of Krishna, uh, should, um, first of all, make decisions and then act, you see. Uh, <clears throat> if we look at society, we see that one of the biggest problems that society has is making proper decisions. You see, who are the people with the clear heads that make the proper decisions? for the benefit of all, including the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So that's not being done in society. Oftentimes we see people who are uh, making some decisions, and then they decide that they're going to table it and, and, and maybe vote on it next week. And little by little, things get pushed along, and sooner or later, 
They either get forgotten or they might even get done. You see, the demonstration here, uh, the cowherd men have gotten together. First of all, they're taking advice from an elder, Upananda. Upananda is uh, he's uh, Maharaj Nanda's uncle, uh, older brother. Yeah, yeah. But he's the elder. He's intelligent. Uh, he has experience. He has uh, uh, time-tested knowledge. You see, wisdom. He has wisdom. So they're listening to the uh, to the wisdom of the elder. And instead of, I, I notice many times when uh, uh, maybe not so much with devotees, uh, a little bit maybe, but uh, especially when you have non-devotees that are have, have a committee. And they're all trying to make a decision and trying to figure out a path to go, procedures and things like that. It gets to be a competition. I come up with an idea, you come up with an idea. Why? Is yours better? No, it's just your idea. And you want the whole assembled group to hear what you have to say. Whether it's what we're going to do or not, I want to be recognized. If this is my moment in front of everybody, I want to talk and be heard. So people will think that I'm intelligent. Whether we do my idea or not, and sometimes people present an idea and they're attached to the to the uh, group agreeing on it because it's their idea, not necessarily because it's the best thing, but because it's their idea. And they may be stubborn and expert in talking and pushing their their idea around, you see. And sometimes people say, All right, all right, you know, let's do it your way. So in the material world things are broken. They're just broken. They don't work properly. People don't work properly. People don't work together properly. You see? Uh, so once a group of, uh, of devotees, I've noticed this in business, when you have like uh, a group of people that come together that have to make some decisions. You see? Uh, typically what happens in that is that management has gotten together and they pretty much know what the decision is going to be. But we're going to get you guys in here. We want to hear what you have to say. We'd like for you to think that you came up with the idea. You know? So, uh, and most of the time, people will start to make suggestions. And, and, and if they don't come up with the, the uh, direction to go that management has already chosen, management may introduce it. Well, like, hey, have you considered maybe this? You see? And, and then it'll go that way. <clears throat> so there's not enough strength in the world for people to sit the way these men have uh, and accept the authority of wisdom and then act we've decided what we're going to do there's only one time to do it now you see many times people want to they make the decision and they want to wait and Oh, okay, we'll, we'll carry it out, but we want to, it's kind of like they're waiting to see if that was the right decision. Maybe I'll change my mind or whatever. People don't have the courage sometimes to, uh, to focus and make the proper decision and then act. It's the action that gets anything done. It's not the sitting talking, you see. The sitting and talking is to figure out what to do. Do means action, you see. So, um, this is a demonstration of, of powerful men with a, a powerful process and powerful minds. What are we, we going to do? 
they heard from the authority, they uh, decided unanimously, yes, and then they immediately acted. Let's do it now. I mean, sometimes you may realize that this is what we're going to do, but we have to do this two weeks from now, and then we do the second part of it one week after that. Sometimes that's okay. You see, make your decision, set your timetable, and act. Uh, in business, it's called plan your work, and then work your plan. Okay, don't keep hashing it around and. And then every day, maybe adding a little bit or taking a little bit away, trying to figure out maybe a little different course. You figure out what's the best course, and then you act, and you do it. So in our devotional lives, it's very very similar to that. Uh, it's just like I remember talking with uh, Vishnu John Maharaj and Jamal Krishna Maharaj uh, on the Rana Dhammar bus back in the early 70s. They were telling me this story of how they joined, how they became devotees. And what had happened is that they had met Srila Prabhupada and they had met the devotees and they became enchanted with this philosophy serving Srila Prabhupada the idea. At that time they were hippies. They were living at the famous, uh, well it was famous at one time, Morning Star Farm, have you heard of that? The hippie, hippie commune north of San Francisco. It's in Mendocino County, somewhere up there, I don't remember. You know, so Prabhupada had come there and many, many people joined from that hippie commune. Low class hippies. Low class. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, when Prabhupada met most of them, they were naked. You know, one of my god brothers, Gorhari Prabhu, he was telling me the story. He was out in the, in the garden with a hoe and he was working in the garden. And uh, nothing on but a pair of boots. <laughs> pair of boots, that's it. And Srila Prabhupada walked up to him. So he's got this memory that he'll have all of his life. The first time I met this Divine Grace, A.C. Bhakti Vinayaka Swami Prabhupada, I was <laughs> wearing boots and a smile. You see. So anyway, these people had experienced the charm of Sri uh, Srila Prabhupada and uh, uh, they were very attracted. They thought, oh, well we should do this. So at that time they also had an apartment, Vishnu John Maharaj and uh, Tamal Krishna Maharaj shared an apartment in San Francisco. So they went back and forth from the farm to the uh, to their apartment in San Francisco. So. <clears throat> They, they left the farm right after that and they went back to San Francisco. So on the way back, they were talking about, you know, this is quite amazing. Uh, we, should, we should do this. We should, we should join. And so they made the decision. Yes, they hashed it around. The reason why is because we're impressed with the Swami. He has come to deliver us. We believe that He can. And this idea of saving the world we want to be a part of this. So uh, they decided, all right, we're going to do this. All right, but when? You know, we're on our way back to the city. Lots of fun parties going on in the city. Lots of fun things to do. Maybe a couple of war protests or who knows, you know, fun hippie stuff. So we've got the big weekend coming up. So when, <clears throat> when do we join? 
next week, next month, next yuga, you know. And then the decision was made between the two of them that, look, if we're, if we're going to do this, and if we realize it's the right thing to do, let's do it now. Let's just stop this nonsense and do it now. You know? If we're not going to do it now, then is it really worth doing? I mean, are we just enchanted by the moment? No, no, this is real. We bought into this. So now is the time, you see. We want to do this immediately. So we should do like that. If we find uh, some glitch in our um, devotional service or our devotional attitude or something about our <clears throat> devotional personality, let's say, that we think needs a tune-up. You see, I need to clean up the... Maybe I'm uh, not attending all the programs. Maybe I'm not finishing all my rounds early enough in the day. It's causing me distress because I have rounds to do before I go to bed, which means I get in bed late, which means I get up a little late and I'm rushed in the morning and I'm sleepy through the morning program. And you see what I mean? If we should analyze. So uh, self-analyzation is important and learning how to do that. Along with that, analysis from senior devotees. You see? Because we don't always analyze ourselves fairly. You know, we're overly fair with ourselves. We like to pat ourselves on the head. You know, you're such a nice, nice Yeah, you screwed up, but your intentions were so good. You're such a good devotee. You know? You're okay. You know? See? So we have a tendency to be like that, whereas a senior devotee may say, nonsense, why don't you stop it? When are you going to stop this? If you're real close with somebody, he'll talk with you like that. If he's not, and he thinks that you're more attached, he may say, well, you know, Prabhu, you, you might want to consider maybe, maybe, you know, cleaning the act up a little bit. But if it's somebody you're really close with, you say, well, just stop it. Oh, yeah, I guess I should. Okay, we made a decision. Okay, now stop it right away. Okay, next next issue. You see? The problems make a problem small. You can make the problem teeny tiny. You know? Make the solution tiny. This is what I'm going to do? Okay, by the way, I'm going to do it. Now on to something else. See, we can do that. Or we can make it very big. Sometimes people think, well, I'm very, I'm a very complicated person. <laughs> you ever heard people say, you start talking, well, it's not as simple as that. <laughs> well, hold it, hold it, you know. We've just isolated a situation, you know, something that you need to tune up in your devotional life. And so this, you know, okay, you're, you're, you're always late to the programs. Okay, get up five minutes earlier. Well, it's not as simple as that. Oh, boy, here we go. Yeah. Yes, it is. Get up five minutes earlier. Ten minutes, whatever you need, you see. It is that simple, you see. Uh, typically, it's, it's not rocket surgery. That's a combination of rocket science and brain surgery, you know. It's not rocket surgery. It's not. It's not that complicated, you see. We sometimes like to make things complicated. Why? Because I'm complicated. 
I'm a very complicated personality. You see, it's my image of me that I have, and I want to portray it. I want you to have that image. I want you to see me like I see me. You see. So here, I, that's that's my false ego. It's on fire. You know. But if we're truly close, if we're truly God brothers, associates, uh, associate devotees, if we truly love one another, have faith, and deal with each other in love and trust, we should be able to say, stop it. Stop it, okay? Okay. And not, well, it's, it's not as simple as that. Well, no, it really is. Those are the two magic words, and I use them a lot when I'm talking to people that I can speak with, when I'm counseling people that I'm close to. The two magic words. Stop it. Stop it. Well, I'm always having a problem. Stop it. Well, I'm kind of late tomorrow. Stop it. Just stop it. Deal with it. Figure out. You need to fix this, right? Right, okay. You need to fix it now. Well, okay. So, it's fixed, isn't it? Wow, that was easy. It really is. It really is. It, it, the, the, the challenge is when we say, oh, but it's not that simple. <laughs> you know, it, it's more complicated than that. So, we need to get over, uh, we need to get over ourselves. We need to get over uh, postponing and uh, what's the what's that term? Uh, uh, procrastinating. Procrastination. Procrastination means I don't have the courage, or I'm too lazy to act. I don't have courage to act, or I'm too lazy to act. One or the other. Combination. I'm too lazy. I'm hesitating because I don't have the courage. Get the courage. How do we get the courage to act? Uh, Come up with the idea yourself. Consult a senior person. Now, this is so between your uh, introspection and uh, consulting a senior person, now you've come up with a solution and do it. Get it done. You know, that's getting things off the to-do list. You know, don't let your to-do list get all crammed and, and crowded. It it gives you good feeling. Get things done. You know. Get it done. Go on to the next thing. So, um, and, and and I always tell people uh, when you're dealing with yourself, you have uh, a luxury that you don't have when you're dealing with other people, and that is you can deal with yourself very honestly. With other people, sometimes you can't always say what needs to be said. You've got to hold back a little bit because you may hurt their feelings or whatever. And you don't want to discourage anybody, you see. So a lot of times you may, someone may ask your advice and you see the, the answer and you're thinking, well, I can't really say that, so I'll kind of fluff it a little bit, soften it up, and try to say the gist of it without saying but you don't have to do that with yourself. You can tell yourself, look, stop it. I'm not going to take this from you. Don't be a moron. You can tell yourself that. 
Stop doing this crazy thing. You see? Be strict with yourself. You can do that. It's not bad. It's not uncomfortable. You see? Tell yourself. Straighten up. <laughs>